Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Greater Blessings Than Abraham. Let's pray. Father, we come ready to receive from your precious word. Speak to us, Father, through your word. Holy Spirit, guide us through this message and call us in remembrance of these words when we need to hear them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, Greater Blessings Than Abraham. My friends, God is a God of blessings. If our heart is right and we're a giver, God can bless us abundantly and we'll do good things for the kingdom of God. Abraham was a great example of someone God blessed to be a blessing, and we are promised greater blessings than Abraham had. Let's start today in Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 through 14 in the Amplified Bible. 6. Just as Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, as conformity to God's will and purpose, so it is with you also. 7. So understand that it is the people who live by faith, with confidence in the power and goodness of God, who are the true sons of Abraham. My friends, the people like you and I, born-again Christians, who are living by faith, are the true sons of Abraham. 8. The Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, proclaim the good news of the Savior to Abraham in advance, with this promise, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. 9. So then, those who are people of faith, whether Jew or Gentile, are blessed and favored by God, and declared free of the guilt of sin and its penalty, and placed in right standing with him, along with Abraham, the believer. Folks, people of faith have been declared by the blood of Jesus to be free of the guilt of sin and its penalties. 10. For all who depend on the law, seeking justification and salvation by obedience to the law and the observance of rituals, are under a curse. For it is written, Curse, condemned to destruction, is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law so as to practice them. My friends, obedience to the law and observance of rituals are under the curse. Now, 11. So it is clear that no one is justified that is declared free of the guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right standing before God by the law, for the righteous, the just, the upright shall live by faith. 12. But the law does not rest on or require faith. It has nothing to do with faith. But instead, the law says, He who practices them, the things prescribed by the law, shall live by them instead of faith. 13. Christ purchased our freedom and redeemed us from the curse of the law and its condemnation by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs crucified on a tree or the cross. 14. In order that Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, might come upon the Gentiles, so that we would all receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Folks, Jesus Christ purchased our freedom, and he redeemed us from the curses. So we now have the blessings of Abraham and more. Now let's go to Hebrews 8, 6-9 in the Amplified. 
But as it is, Christ has acquired a priestly ministry which was more excellent than the old Levitical priestly ministry, for he is the mediator, arbiter of a better covenant, uniting God and man, which has been enacted and rests on better promises. My friends, Jesus Christ gave us a new, better covenant than the old covenant. So not only do we have the blessings of Abraham, but we have the greater blessings of the new covenant. Seven, for if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion for a second one or an attempt to institute another one, the new covenant. Eight, however, God finds fault with them, showing its inadequacy when he says, Behold, the days will come, says the Lord, when I will make and ratify a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Nine, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not abide in my covenant, and so I withdrew my favor and disregarded them, says the Lord. Now let's read again Galatians 3.13 in the Amplified Bible. Christ purchased our freedom and redeemed us from the curse of the law and its condemnation by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs crucified on a tree or cross. Folks, Jesus redeemed us from the curses and bought for us the blessings. Let's talk about the blessings in Deuteronomy chapter 28 in the New King James Bible, Blessings on Obedience. Verse 1, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations on the earth. My friends, bringing this through the cross of Calvary, this is for those born-again Christians living a life of obedience to Jesus Christ. Verse 2, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. 3. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. For blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. My friends, our children and families and our income source is blessed. God calls poverty a curse. It is not a blessing. Five, blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Six, blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Folks, we're blessed all the time. Seven, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. My friends, we're protected from Satan and all of his demons and his followers. Eight, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses, and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Folks, our storehouses are blessed, and that includes our bank accounts. Now down to verse 12. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. My friends, God intends for us to be the lender 
not the borrower. 13. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. 14. So you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. Folks, I know much of Christianity now has lost sight of holiness because we've lost contact with what the Word of God says and turned to man's ways. Don't be deceived by these preachers in these end times which have been deceived by Satan into twisting the Word of God because Jesus is coming back for a holy church and his blessings are contingent upon our obedience. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you are a God of blessings, that you want to bless your people. No, you don't want us to love money, but you want to bless us so we can use money for good things for your kingdom, Father, to be blessed. We can't help anybody financially if we're poor, Father. And thank you for blessing us to help others. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.